You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 425. Back to normality. Whatever that is. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everybody, to My Mac Podcast 425. That's a big number. And guess what? We are back. We are back to normality. Hey! Yeah, yeah good luck oh, with that. And there's the other norm for my ality. <laughs> that makes sense? I'm sorry, know. what? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Good good evening, afternoon, morning, um, late night, whatever it is on um, your side of the pond, Guy. How uh, are you? Let's see. It, it's currently at that time where it's it's still in the afternoon, not quite evening, but it's really close to being evening, and you can almost see evening coming on, but you're not sure because it feels like afternoon. Okay, it's nighttime here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. It's nighttime. <laughs> uh, I had I had a great time in uh, Chicago. And I know you had a great time because there's a certain podcast which we'll probably talk about when we come to the MyMac.com uh, articles. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I actually give it a score. I know, oh, you, I know do. you don't. Yeah, we don't normally score the uh, podcasts, obviously, because we just talk about them and they don't actually get a MyMac rating. So I, get, I gave it what I think is a Gazmaz rating, but we'll come to that later. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, now, I don't know if you knew this, Gaz, um, and this probably sounds weird because I used to, to travel all over the world. I hate flying. I really, <laughs> really do. I cannot, I will go to extraordinary lengths to not get on a plane and fly. I don't know why it bothers me so much. It was it was probably some of those, you know, flights on uh, Air Djibouti or, you know, something along those. And they're act- I actually flew, I swear to God, there is an airline called Air Djibouti. And I flew that from Khartoum, Sudan, which was another crap hole, to a little tiny country near, uh, on the, the east coast of Africa called Djibouti. So no shake Djibouti jokes, please. But I flew all kinds of... So, so are you sat, I think what you're trying to tell me is that it takes some extraordinary event for you to do any flying. Yes, 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 it does. I knew we'd get uh, the, there in the end. The only, <laughs> other than going to Chicago, the only flying that I have done over the last probably 10 years or more has either been out to uh, Macworld in San Francisco, and I swear to God, if I had the leave from work, I would drive that too. And that's like about a, probably a, f- a four to six day drive. And um, uh, when we go out, when we've gone out to visit my mother-in-law in Boise, Idaho. Other than that, I'll, I'll, I'm a driving fool. Or some <laughs> variation thereof. Okay. So, well, got to Chicago. Uh, Tim picked me up. And, uh, you know, took me to this, the store is, is freaking gorgeous. It's a beautiful, beautiful store. And if you live anywhere near Oak park, uh, which is in the Chicago area, please go over and visit the Mac specialist store. It's, it's just unbelievable. And they've got some really, really good people there. And I, I had so much fun. And even Friday, Tim actually abandoned me on Friday 
Um, something something about wanting to see his wife, you know, that kind of Ugh. excuse. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, really. Come on. What is he? <laughs> so he le- what is he, a man he le- or a mouse? <laughs> Squeak. He left on he left on uh, Thursday night, which was fine. Uh, I, I actually, and I actually went, uh, John called me Friday morning. And I met up with him and his daughter, his mother, his daughter's husband, and I think that was it. Yeah, there was five of us, and we met for lunch out near where his uh, his daughter's uh, uh, hair salon is. And we just had a great because you you know me in an audience. If I have a new audience that I haven't told all my stories to, I am in I am in seventh heaven because I've just got all kinds of crazy things to say. People either laugh their asses off or they run away screaming or some yeah. variation thereof. So and then I flew I back imagine. and everything was fine. Because you never tell me any stories. No, no, no. You 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 have known me now for. What, two, yeah. three years? I don't tell you any stories. No. You don't want to know my stories. Correct. <laughs> and this was an interesting all you, weekend. All, all you ever say to me is, Shut up and listen, you might learn something. <laughs> no, you're not going to learn anything from me. And we'll get to that maybe in the second second part of the show. Um, Guy Jr. was home from college this weekend. And he had uh-huh. managed he'd managed to break his phone. He had this, I don't even know who made it. It was just this little itty bitty phone that would flip up and had a little keyboard for doing texting and stuff. Well, he managed to break it. Well, well so all, I I took him say, up. All, all I can say is, is he's a stupid boy. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes that's true. <laughs> so I took him over to the AT&T store and you we were looking at phones and, and I thought about an iPhone, you know, I was like, well, yeah, but the, the problem is he's, he's got a, a, a fourth gen iPod touch. So all of the apps and, and all the rest of that is pretty much covered by the iPod Touch. So I really didn't see the point of getting him an iPhone. And he started looking around and he says, well, Dad, what about this phone? And I looked and you know what kind of phone it was? Samsung. I'll t- nope. HTC Vivid. Right. So I was like, really? Okay. You you know that I'm like a, a Mac guy, right? Yeah. What what about these these cool little uh, Motorola Razor flip phones from ten years ago? Aren't those nice? And he was like, "Well, I, I kind of like this one, Dad." And it was it was like fifty bucks. So I got my. This is, sounds like sacrilege. I got my son an Android phone, and I guess I just well, lost all my all my well, Mac I, oh, geek credits. Oh, oh. All I can say is, you must be stressed out big time. I am. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? I've now spoken for God knows how long. What have you been up to? Oh, you finished. You finished, have you? I'm all done. Over over the weekend, I had a bit of a minor panic with my Mac Mini. What happened? Well, I, I... Everything seemed to be going okay one evening and turned off the machine. And I've got it so it automatically turns itself on and just is sat at the uh, user login interface. Sure. And then we just, you know, whoever's going to sign in, signs in. It's usually me first. Um, So on Saturday morning, um, over the weekend, I don't have it turn on automatically. I only have it turn on automatically during the week. Because sometimes we get up on Saturday and it's a bit later or we don't get up or 
well, we do get up generally. That's a bit of a stupid statement. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would hope so. <laughs> um, Sorry, Gaz pass. can't do the podcast because he's not. He's up. not up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we perhaps turn it on a bit later. Well, I turned it on Saturday morning and tried to sign into my account, and the account appeared. The menu bar appeared. The icons on my desktop, of which I've got about seven or eight, just um, you know, some are links to. Um, hard drives, volumes, etc., would appear, and then all of a sudden, flash, it would go back to the user sign-in page. Ooh, that's not good. And I thought, oh, dear. So I tried it again. Same thing happened. Mm. The next time I tried it, 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 the menu items didn't even appear, or my desktop items didn't even appear. It just went in and then straight out again. I thought, not good. So I then signed into one of the other accounts to see if it was the Mac Mini or whether it was my account that was causing problems. So I signed into uh, an administrator account, because I don't actually um, have my account set up as an administrative account. I leave it uh, dumb, as it were. Yeah, a lot so of people signed, do that. Yeah, so I signed into another account, which is the administrator account, which is, you know, it's, it's very basic. There's nothing goes on in there. Nothing goes on. There's no documents or anything. It's just got the applications and the standard stuff, but there's no iTunes account set up or anything. And I ran a disk utility, uh, um, got that running, uh, did a repair permissions on the whole drive, um, also did a few other things, um, and thought, right, I'll try it again. So I rebooted, went back into my account, and then I suddenly got something happening with Finder. Finder suddenly popped up or was struggling, and then I tried to uh, click on the menu bar or a Finder window, and then it bang, it went straight back into the user, the user account uh, page again. And I thought, hmm, okay, I'm going to take a flying guess here that I've got a problem with one of my login items. Right, so I had to do a bit of a search to find out how to clear all of my login items while from elsewhere. While not logged into your account, why, right? Why not? Why it's not logged into my <laughs> because account? Because obviously, obviously you could not turn off your login items because... Because as soon as I went into my account... In. I, <laughs> <laughs> now, I, not that I this is bit, funny at all. <laughs> Well, it wasn't at the time, I can assure you, but no, I was quite... In, I bet. I, was in, I must admit, I was enjoying the challenge. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not. Um, yeah, that, that's the first thing that goes through my mind when everything goes to hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, good, a challenge. <laughs> so I, I can't remember. I did various searching, and I actually got access to getting rid of some of the login items, or all of the login items. And after a few attempts and actually getting, in fact, that's a complete and utter lie. I'm completely and utter, I'm, I'm, I'm com- lying to you completely. What I actually did. Who are you? Who is when this I man? Fa- when I actually found out that, or when I thought it was login items, I did a safe mode boot. Yeah, that's what I was, I, I, believe it or not, that was something I was going to ask if you had tried. Yes, so I basically did a safe uh mode boot and actually actually got into my account um and from there that's when i then uh was able to get to the login items and and well in fact i still couldn't get to the login items because safe mode won't for some reason won't let let you get there so you've got to do a bit of terminal hacking you've got to find the files and i basically found the preference panes and and deleted the login items on the preference panes and then did a reboot after another uh disk utility you know and repair permissions all of that went back in and then after a little while, because it wasn't, it still wasn't quite right when I logged in. But I was able to log in, and everything was was coming up. And I thought, "Phew," because I was panicking about 
podcasting, obviously, uh, this week. Oh, was that this morning? Or No, 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 sorry. no, no, no. It was this was over, over the weekend. weekend. It was over the weekend. Right, sorry. But, uh, um, but one of the items which popped up again, it was a finder error message. And I've got two finder error messages come up still. Well, I had two come up. One of them still appears, which is a, it basically tells me that there's an issue with the finder. Now I've got to go into the console and try and work that one out. But the other one that cropped up on one that you may remember of a, a number of weeks, possibly even a few months ago that I was complaining about was I had a problem with Google Updater. I don't know if yeah. you remember that, but I was getting a problem with Google Update saying it couldn't find something. Well, I've got nothing which is Google installed on my machine. Not on this particular Mac Mini. I don't have Google Chrome, and I don't have any other Google applications. Which, is, But the update, and I'd got rid of all that from previously, and all of a sudden it well, popped back you up did, again. You didn't, yeah, you didn't get rid of the updater. Well, I thought I had. I thought I had. I thought I'd got rid of all of that. But it, it, all of a sudden, it, it popped up again. So one of the Finder um, error messages that I get when I when I logged in was a Google update. I couldn't find it or something. I can't remember what the exact message is. It doesn't matter. But I got rid of that because I found where the updater was and destroyed it with a, Die, with a, cer- with a, certain, with a certain amount of glee. Um, and but I'm still getting this other finder issue. But everything else needs, now seems to be back to normal. But there was a modicum of panic when all I could see was my desktop for a few seconds before it would disappear and I would be back at the user login window. But the way around it was uh, for anyone listening was to get into safe safe boot or safe mode uh, and to yeah. boot in that way because obviously it restricts a lot of things which are starting up. So you can then obviously try and attempt to try and find your or do some troubleshooting. Obviously, I went into console and I could see in console that there were lots of error messages with login items, um, which kind of confirmed my my thoughts uh, before I actually was able to get in via safe now, mode. You haven't gone to Mountain Lion yet, have you? No. Okay. No. So you're on 10.7.5. Yep. Okay. Yep. What you may want to try to do is go into the administrator account. Go to Apple.com, get the combo updater to seven or ten point seven point five. Yeah, I must admit I haven't done the combo because there's been there's been an incremental update, hasn't there? Yeah, and I've done I've done I, well there, that was uh what the incremental two weeks was, ago? Yeah, but that incremental I hadn't got until uh, about a week ago. And um, that actually solved another problem that I was having, which was um, being unable to connect to external drives on my airport extreme. Uh. Uh, and it, it, that, that incremental actually solved that, but I'm still, um, yeah, I, I wasn't happy with the login item. So, I, you know, it may be an idea for me to go through the combo update. Yeah, process. yeah, try the combo. I mean, the, the worst that'll happen is you've you know wasted time, and you do this podcast, so <laughs> you're completely used. To waste lots and time. lots of time. <laughs> That's very true. Now we're running a bit long, and we've got quite a few. Yeah, items we are. We are. So we, so we, we should probably get going. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So because people are bored everyone, already. Oh, I, oh, I am. <laughs> so everyone, remember that you can help the, the My Mac <laughs> podcast by <laughs> clicking the um, Amazon affiliate link at the top no, right of the My Mac website. Doesn't cost you a penny, no, but it really. Really helps the podcast. Thank, Thank you. you. 
first on. on, on <laughs> we're I, I, think, I think Tim, I can imagine Tim is going, oh, that's really going to help What the us. hell is wrong with those guys? <laughs> <gasps> all right, all right, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> just got the giggles now. <laughs> you want me to do the first one? one? Is, snap Hill Review from Donna Yankalo. <laughs> it's one of the coolest features you've got to do it i can't do it okay okay one of the coolest features that has been in photoshop since cs5 is the content aware fill which when it works perfectly lets you seamlessly remove something from a photo with very little effort the problem with photoshop for most people is the price this is where snap heel comes in not only does Snapbill work great, it's very easy to use. So if I were you, I would buy Snapbill while it's still at $7.99. At $19.99, it is a great price, but at $7.99, it's a steal. Hopefully, it's still this price. Donnie <laughs> rates it a MyMac rating of 9 out of 10. <clears throat> right, okay. <laughs> I notice you're not laughing anymore. No, no, I've stopped laughing. And hopefully it is still that price, so please check it. But, I, yeah, nineteen ninety nine is still a good price. Macalli Portable Charging Stand for iPhone 4S Stroke 4. That's a review from Sticky Vokes. Um, this is a stand for the iPhone 4S and 4. It's a... F- dying gas. <laughs> Sorry, Vicky. <laughs> Miss, sorry, Miss Stokes. Um, Miss Vokes. This is... Misspokes, yeah. This is a stand for the iPhone 4S and 4, or 4. Um, it's a foldable L-shape charging dock. It has a rubberized edge grip to hold the phone uh, and is foldable for easy storage and travel. The stand can charge and sync the iPhone in a vertical or horizontal position. I like being able to do vertical or horizontal. I don't want to know. <laughs> I love this stand. We don't want to know about that either. The portability, (laughs) simple design, ease of use, and reasonable pricing makes this a must-have accessory for the iPhone. Vicky gives it a MyMac rating of 9 out of 10. Next up is Sketchbook Pro 6 Review by Scott Wilsey. No, I'm kidding. Donnie (laughs) Yankelow. Donnie is happy to say that Autodesk has recently released Sketchbook Pro 6 for the Mac with many improvements, including a smudge brush. Is it enough for me to use over Painter for my next project? You'll have to read the article to find out. Oh, you'll have to read the article to find out if he uses it or not. Donnie (laughs) gives it a MyMac rating of 9 out of 10. There's a period there, okay? No, no, no. That's that's because let me me read it to you, right? You'll have to read the article to find out. If he uses it or not, Donnie gives it a MyMac rating of 9 out of 10. Okay, so this was one of those things where you needed a comma. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Adobe Photoshop <laughs> Elements 11A Beginner's Review by Elisa. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. Last year, last year about this time, Adobe released Photoshop Elements 10. Elisa wrote a two-part review, first on the organizer, then on the Photoshop editor. Not a company to rest on their laurels, Adobe has updated both the editor and organizer, giving us a, you've guessed it, Adobe Photoshop 
Elements 11. Elisa says it's a worthy sound. <laughs> <laughs> did Elisa really say it just like that? No, no, she didn't. Okay. <laughs> Lisa says it's worthy of a MyMac.com review rating of 8 out of 10. Now, there's a note here because you've got to look out for a MyMac.com writer, Donnie Yankelow's review of Adobe Photoshop Elements for advanced users, which is coming soon. And we have the 4-in-1 Tech Fan Podcast number 95. I've, I, I've listened to this one. Oh, wait, I was there. Uh, four hosts from four different podcasts come together to discuss the new Mac Specialist Apple reseller in the Metro Chicago area. Kevin Shea of the Mac Specialist Podcast, uh, myself of the MyMac Podcast, John Nemo of App Mi- oh, John App Minute. Nemo of App Minute join <laughs> Tech Fan host Nap Minute. <laughs> join Tech Fan host Rim Tobertson for a fun episode. <laughs> Gaz gives this episode a 9 out of 10, failing by one point because neither David nor he was on it. There you go. (laughs) Now, let me clear my throat. Sorry for doing that, folks, but I have to clear my throat for this one. Adobe Premiere Pro CS6, a review by Guy Searle. Some some drug... Some products are harder than others to review just because of how complex they are or because of all the different potential uses a particular program might have. Most Adobe products fit into both categories and Premiere Pro from the CS6 collection is no exception. You'll have to read the rest of the review, but Guy goes for a MyMac rating of 8 out of 10. I took one away because neither you or David were on it. <laughs> okay, all right. No, I'm okay. I'm okay. All right. The it's last right, I didn't article... ask whether you was okay or not. I don't really care. <laughs> the last article is uh, Scotty Vess Fleece Jacket 7.0 User Report Review by... John Nemo, this is the best outerwear ever from this innovative company. The reason, in a word, is iPad. Fleece Jacket's 7.0 dedicated iPad pocket, that's got to be a huge pocket, cleans and protects its special, its special, its precious cargo safely and securely. A comprehensive as usual review and a score from John of 8 out of 10. Excellent. Absolutely excellent. Didn't take us too long to get... I love the voice that you did for for the Adobe Premiere review. That's that's almost kind of like a a way of saying this is Gaz's special voice, just like this particular one is mine. (laughs) I might do it again at some point. You never know. Okay, I like it. It's 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 that quiet and soft BBC report. Like, you know, and the lion is... Stalking the zebra, watch <laughs> as it leaps it's forward and rips and and rips out its entrails. <laughs> you can see. Of course, he doesn't laugh. Itch. He doesn't. Can I finish now? Yeah, um, go ahead. I got some email. I'm not going to actually uh, use the name of this uh, the person who sent me this email because I think 
It could be deemed a little unfair, but anyway. The emails read, Gaz, as I wait on my car being serviced, I'm looking up maps on my iPad 3. I think I spotted the power station from the cover of Pink Floyd's <laughs> Animals. Is that real? Or did they paint one, of, one for the cover? Is it still working? Doesn't look too good on the Maps app. Well, <clears throat> I did reply by email. But yes, that uh, power station, Battersea power station, does actually exist. And I think it's got a preservation order on it now. Um, but it probably needs a Was bit Was there like a little pig flying above it? Um, not on the day that Google Maps took their pictures, no. Or, or, not or, or, as or, such. Or, no, not as such. Not as such. Um, <laughs> we got, I got a, a message from um, our good friend, um, Tom Schmidt, said, oh, yeah. I, thought I, was, thought I was listening to Guy and Gaz, my Mac Podcast 424, but a Monty Python sketch broke out. <laughs> And also from Tom, direct to me last week, he said, um, he tweeted, um, and both I and James did find this funny, no Americans, I ain't listening to no commie podcast. <laughs> uh, we got, actually, you got to do this one from Facebook, too. Okay, okay. Guy, well, I, actually, I wrote this, but basically, Guy should be very happy. Smiley face, that's my smiley face. And thanks to JT Ray, Nick Cow, Stephen Stavisky, sorry about that, Steve, uh, and Scott Neal, you all know how proud you've made me. And uh, we'll find out why Gaz is so proud later on in the show. Absolutely. Uh, Eric Diaz sent, I guess he sent you, no, oh, boy, this is like the all Gaz show. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, you can read it. I, I, I'm not going to go into too much detail uh, this week. We'll probably do it on another another episode. But, uh, yeah, Eric sent me a question. He said, hi, Gaz, I know you have a Mac Mini at home that uses a home theater PC or something like it. I'm thinking of doing that myself and use my MacBook uh, or my iPad to control it remotely. What do you use to do that? Just the regular shared desktop function? Log me in or some other software like it i'd love to hear your tricks for getting into that computer and managing it well very very ever so very quickly um yeah basically all i do is is uh, go into my finder option uh find it on my network on the network and share screen from another another device but there are plenty of other applications which you can use for your ipad or anything else to to manage it but we'll go into yep. that on another show i think <clears throat> And there's no audio feedback, and according to Gaz, that'll be because I'm back. Although, if you remember, Scott's issue last week where he couldn't find Evernote using Spotlight, he did a full index, which did the trick, and now he's a happy camper. Yep. Okay, do you want to see if you can pronounce the next one? Uh, what, the phobie word of the day? Let's mm -hmm. see here. I do All have right. another phobie word of the day, but I'm going to use that next week that was sent okay. to me by a listener, but I'm going to go for this one this week. Okay, Arhanphobia. Okay, is that right? Got, uh, that's close yeah. enough. Oh, I, I know exactly what this is. You this do? is a fear. Yes, Arhanphobia. A fear mm -hmm. of pirate chickens. This week, you're not so close. <laughs> what well, sounded right? Arr, sound Arhanphobia. <laughs> <laughs> pirate chickens okay I, I i wanted to use this one because there was one definition that said it's a fear of guys 
and obviously you'll know why I found that funny, but actually it's a fear of men. It's a fear of men. Well, I, I, I fear guys all, you know what it's like for me to shave with me having arhenphobia? <laughs> it's a nightmare. <laughs> it is. I cut the crap out of myself all the time. <laughs> okay. Are you going to take us out or am I? Yeah, I'll, I'll take us out. Everyone, please stand by to stand by. And uh, we'll be right back. Do dinosaurs live in the zoo? According to one boy they do, you just have to look hard enough. Join him as he goes looking for a dinosaur in the new book written and illustrated by MyMac.com writer Donnie Yankelo titled Looking for a Dinosaur. Your young kids will love the full-color illustrations from Donnie's imagination. Now available in the iBookstore as an ebook and in print at lulu.com. Just do a search for Looking for a Dinosaur. Get the ebook for just 99 cents through September 21st. G-Men, a show almost good enough to listen to. And welcome back to the second session of the MyMac.com podcast. Well, I think it's welcome back. We've probably lost a few people after that long first section, Guy. <laughs> um, now, um, apparently I've got to read something which is in our show notes. Uh, incredibly, we do have show notes. Um, there's never anything <laughs> in them. We- we sometimes go off the reservation just a little bit. Just a little bit. What's coming up next from Apple? We hate rumors, but with so many products in need of refreshing, we're grasping at straws. So far, iPad mini, new iMacs, and a 13-inch Retina Display MacBook Pro are the latest making the rounds. Thank you, Mr. Attenborough. <laughs> okay. Um, and actually, Gaz told me, I, I, uh, this has been a crazy day. I took my son <laughs> back to college t- today. So when I got back and I, I finally got a hold of Gaz, and we'll, we'll talk about the, the craziness that happened right when that happened in a little bit, hopefully, if we have time. But I didn't even know that the announcement had been made that there was going to be an event on October 23rd. Yeah, yeah, that was quite yeah. funny because I said to you, I'd said, I'm quite happy with what we're going to talk about in the in the second section. And, and you went, oh, yeah, rumors. And I said, well, no, <laughs> we've actually got yeah. an event guy. <laughs> yeah, because I, I wrote that before I, I knew about the uh, the announcement of the <clears throat> of the new Apple event that's coming up next week. I of guess course, it is next week, I, next Tuesday. Yeah. Next Tuesday, I suppose actually we could say that there are still rumors because they've not actually said what it's going to be. But, and um, they won't. And they won't, of course, no. So, uh, But everybody's no. pretty much surmising that it will be uh, a mini iPad. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think that's too much of a stretch. You know, the, with as secretive as Apple is, I almost expect them to like and announce one of these events and then come out and say, "Hey, thanks for coming, everybody. We're not going to tell you anything. Good night," and they just walk off the stage. Yeah, and there'll be yeah, stuff. Two, there'll be stuff in the pipe. Two days before they say it's canceled, <laughs> or just walk on stage and say, "Sorry, canceled." Walk right back off. <laughs> so we're looking at. I think it's pretty much a given at this point that it's going to be uh, <clears throat> an iPad mini. And other than an iPad mini, now, do you think that they would actually, with with something, and, and this is a big deal, the iPad mini, I think, in, in my opinion, it is anyway. Do you think that they would also announce other products at an event like this? Um, so, sorry, I missed that. I, I, <laughs> I was just reading something. I was completely ignoring you. Could you repeat that last question, sir? Hmm. Yeah. Let's see. What I said was <laughs> that with you know, it's pretty much a given that yep. that the iPad Mini's coming out, and it's a big deal. But with the iPad Mini coming out. And that being a big deal, do you think that they would also announce other products at at you know at the same event? Because they don't always. If like when the um, uh, when the original iPad came out, I don't recall there being much of anything else that they talked about for the entire time. Mm, no, I, there's an awful lot of rumors going around about a possible Mac Mini, um, and that's kind of been highlighted by the fact that apparently stocks are low. Uh, in the stores of the Mac Mini. Now, how true that is, I don't know. And the name of this event is We've Got a Little More to Show You. Now, yeah. that that could mean one of two things. It means it's a little bit more um, iPod Touch, okay, or it's just a little bit more on the iPad, uh, you know, uh, or we've got a little bit more than just the iPad to to tell you about. So, there's rumors there's rumors going on about new iMacs and the fact that there could be a new design on the iMac i'd say that's a definite no I, because they would build that up much more personally well i i know that there was there was something i was reading that was um you know cuz for whatever stupid reason i go to some of these sites that say hey we found some internals for you know product x and they were showing some of the internal uh, circuitry for what they said was the new iMac. And frankly, all I saw were were two circuit boards and a ribbon cable between them. Yeah, and from yeah. that, they somehow theorized, it's going to yeah. be so much more thinner. It's like, well, how much thinner can you actually make the iMac? to? Because, I mean, you're, you're limited to... Uh, the, at least the width and a little bit more of the hard drives that you put I, in. I, well, absolutely. I, I, I think they would like to try and – well, you, but hang on a minute, Guy. Look how thin the, the MacBook Air is. So it, they've got the possibility to make it a lot thinner. I don't think that's a problem, but I, yeah, I can't w- see that happening. Would you, go, would you go all SSD on an iMac? Well, well I don't have Which an is iMac, what they so. would have to do. Well, well yeah, no, I, I, I mean, would Apple, would Apple do that? Yes, I think they would because if they've got um, Thunderbolt uh, connections, it's not going to be long before everybody's going to be using external Thunderbolt drives and just connecting because you'll be able to do that. And, and they'll push us that way. And everything's going, everything's going in the cloud as well, Guy. You know, for you, average you know, Joe blogs, they're not going to worry about that. 
They don't, they don't have a problem. But I don't think that's going to be it. I don't think it's going to be a new iMac. Um, I think it's going to be a refreshed line of iPad Mini. And if they do um, refresh the iMacs, they might announce them as well. Um, there's also rumors about this 13-inch Retina Display MacBook Pro. Um, yeah, but I've been hearing mm, problems in, I'm not in sure the yields. about that. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure about that. I, I think hot off the presses, it's probably going to be the iPad mini, iPad yeah, small, iPod touch biggie, <laughs> whatever it's going to be. Um, <laughs> perhaps it's well, going to be... Go on. Yeah, we, we are having some Skype delay. Sorry about that, folks. Um, the, the MacBooks, or MacBook Pros, were updated earlier this year. So I, I can't see new MacBook Pros unless it's no, like something no, really, no. really incredible. Uh, but the iMacs haven't been updated in over a year. Over a year, the Mac Minis haven't been updated in over a year, and I would love to see a uh, Mac Mini with. And of course, this will never happen. Two bays and two uh, video outputs, other than you know HDMI and and Thunderbolt. But it won't happen because Apple hates yeah. me. <laughs> I, I think that it, it the best bet is going to be a refresh mini uh, an iMac on top of the iPad mini and and that's pretty much going to be going to be it. I don't you know this, this they're not having it in the usual place so I'm not going to expect that much. And of course we don't talk about rumors here, do we? Well, sometimes you you get into the later part of the year and it's like what the hell are we going to talk about because <laughs> we don't know because there's really nothing going on. You know, it's too early to start talking about the Macworld Expo. It's, uh, you know, everyone has heard so much about the uh, the, the iPhone 5 that, that e- you even say iPhone 5 and people's eyes start to glaze over. Oh, speaking of which, Gaz, yeah, you but may you not say, have heard of this. You say that about the iPhone 5, but it's still difficult to find in stores. It's still on, I think, a, a three to four week lead time. Yeah. People are eating true. them. People are eating those things. <laughs> I, I don't know if you will be able to see this video, but Saturday, Saturday Night Live had Christine Applegate on as a guest host, and she did this segment called Tech Talk, where they had three people from, you know, three real people, or at least real names, you know, with the various Saturday Night Live actors portraying them, you know, real tech bloggers who sat there and complained about, oh, the maps, and, and, oh, I point the camera right at the sun and I get a purple haze, and, you know, it's too light, it's too thin. And then she looks over, and they bring on uh, three Chinese workers that supposedly had been building the phone. And they're like, oh, you can't, you can't find your Starbucks. It sends you to Dunkin' Donuts instead. Oh, yes, that is really too bad. And just, it was, oh my God, it was so funny. If you can find it, Gaz, uh, give it a watch. It's okay. really, really funny. Okay, I'll do that. And so will everybody else now. Yeah, yeah, it is good. <laughs> Funniest thing I've seen on Senate Live in a long time. Okay, so um, we, now we, we're probably going to be recording before that, and there could be a change in the uh, uh, in our episodes coming up uh, for one week, uh, similar to what happened <laughs> last year, but probably more about that next week. Um, so we're probably not going to be able to talk about this for a little while unless we really delay next week's um, podcast after Tuesday, which I don't think is going to happen. So um, no, no. M- more, on, more on that announcement um, in future next weeks. Week. Because we don't have anything else to talk about. 
<laughs> now, what's this you're talking about how we do the podcast? Yeah. Um, Gaz, what, just, you know, what, what are you just, as everybody knows. Are you going to talk about it just for fun? I don't, I don't. Yeah, just for fun. Just for fun. <laughs> uh, everybody knows how much I've been struggling to record this podcast over the last uh, year. Um, thought we had a solution for a while with um, a built-in program that you can use with Skype, and but it added so much delay that it was it was like almost impossible to use. So uh, Gaz actually uses Audio Hijack Pro, and I had tried to set that up one time, and it was just an utter utter failure. <laughs> so I had him uh, two weeks ago. He he took me through how he has his setup. And I set mine up that way. And, and other than the fact that I had his channel slightly, I think, to the left or to the right when I Im- imported it into GarageBand, I thought it worked really well. Well, when we were getting ready to start recording this week, I, I opened up Audio Hijack Pro. <laughs> and all that stuff that I had set up the week before, the two weeks ago with Gaz's help, all gone. All gone. So I, I send a, a, a quick text message to Gaz. Oh, it's all gone. What do I do? And he's like, it's just, just hit the, hit the, uh, the microphone button there in the sidebar and it should all be there. (laughs) It's, it's, it's not there. So he had to take me all the way through it again with all the different settings. And, and the whole time it's like, okay, guy, this is what you do. (sighs) You take this and then you move that over there. There. And, but hopefully, hopefully, I won't lose the settings this time, and we can just go right back into it. Oh, dear. <sighs> I know I, I I can be a handful, and as as Gaz as Gaz well knows, yes. But I always yeah. have the best of intentions. I just, at the end of it, I just said to him, "Now I hope that'll warn you, you humpback muley." To which I replied, I'm an alien, not so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn, these computers, they're so naughty and so complex. That's what I said. That's Gaz. I think that's it. Get us out of here. Okay. Stand by to stand by and we'll be right back. Now, was that live or was it Memorex? Lisa Pasali. I'm Suze Gilbert. I'm Vicki Stokes. And we're the three geeky ladies. You could be watching Hoarders. Or you could be reading Fifty Shades of Grey. You could be ghost hunting. Or you could be listening to the three geeky ladies. So put down that book, shut off the TV, and turn on your iPod. And listen to the three geeky ladies. Find us on iTunes under the Stoplight Network. Forced Air Induction. <laughs> the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the last section of the Dead or Alive podcast. No, sorry. The, the MyMac.com podcast. And more on what that means probably next week, if we still remember it. You never know. Um, 
I guess uh, we don't really have very much to talk about other than maybe. Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Yeah. Mostly. Woo. It's time for Gases tips. Gases tip. Um, What you got? Yeah. Okay. iPhone, iPad, and iPod Touch woes. Okay. Where's all my other data going? Yeah. Um, after tweeting about the fact that I had 1.83 gigabytes of other data on my device. Oh, that, you know got, what? That makes me crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I got, I got lots of help and sorting it out. Uh, so this is less Gaz's tip and more help Gaz. Um, <laughs> in iTunes, mm. with your device connected, uh, and whilst looking at the summary page of your device, you'll see at the bottom the capacity is shown in blocks of color. And below that, you can see how much each of those blocks are taking. If you click on the wording, the info will change, giving you the quantity of the items that you've got. And if you click it again, the music and video section will change to a time data to tell you how much data you've got in minutes and hours. Now, I knew that. I did know that bit. And it's not really very useful when it comes to the other section. Um, But I was also told on my iPhone, if I go into settings, general, usage you'd see under storage all of the apps and how much space they're using. If you then click on each of the apps, you'll then see uh, uh, further information. Generally, it comes up with documents and data on each app, and it tells you just how much documents and data the application is using. So if you go through, obviously, the top uh, apps on your device, the ones that are taking most space, I think you'll find you'll be surprised how much extra other stuff each app is actually using and you'll be able to work out who the culprits are um whether this will help you clear that data is a totally (laughs) different story though because obviously some apps might require that to continue to be used so uh, at least you'll be able to see who the culprits are so thanks to all the tweet backs from khaled darren vaughan steve and tom who all pointed me in the right direction. And also one of the top tips was uh, clearing your Safari history and cache. You might just be surprised how much that clears just on its own. And that's on the iPad or the iPhone or both. Or, or both. Doesn't matter. Yeah, or the for, iPod Touch. for Safari history and cache. Yeah, yeah. Guess what, guy? Yeah, what's that? That's the end of Gaz's tips. Doing the gung dong. Will you let me finish? (laughs) (laughs) What is that stupid dance that everybody's doing now? Yeah. Oh yeah. Gung gong. gong. He was yeah, he was on the um the Formula One race was in Korea uh, this last weekend. Uh, and he actually waved the um, the checkered flag at the end. But the BBC did an interview with him. And um, the three interview interviewers or the three presenters of the show actually did the dance with him. It was, it was quite oh funny. God. It was funny. It was funny. Oh. So do you have a tip okay. for the for, t- tip? Do you, have a, tip? do you have a tip for us this week, Gaz? Do you want me to repeat? let me finish? Do you, Do you want me to repeat myself? Do you want me to repeat myself? What do you got? Um, okay, um, sight sucker. Hmm, is that rated G? <laughs> 
Okay, this is an application which is free on the Mac. It's in the Mac App Store, or it's £1.49 for your mobile device, in particular iOS device. Um, you can use it on your iPod Touch or your iPad. There is, It is a universal application, so if you buy it for your iPad, it will also be able to run on your iPhone. Um, basically, SightSucker is an application that downloads websites from the internet. Okay, so why would you want to do that? Well, you might want to do it if you basically going out of a Wi-Fi or 3G um, or you're going to be offline. You know, there are some places where you're not supposed to be online or you can't actually get online. And if you've got a particular site and you definitely wanted to read it and see some of the videos, you know, what SightSucker does is actually pull all of the information down from that site, puts it locally cached onto your machine, either your MacBook, if you're going to be carrying that around, because not many people will carry their iMac or their Mac Mini around with them, but they might be carrying their MacBooks, of course. Or if you buy the iOS app, obviously it'll put it down onto your local device on your iOS app, and then you can browse that web uh, quite happily later. And watch your other category rise to infinity. <laughs> Possibly, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, not really sure where you were going with that statement, Guy. <laughs> oh, no, I was... Oh, stop it. Stop it. No, I, I was talking about... Um, you know what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> my brain my brain is just not here today. Okay, so, so I'll, ask, I'll ask you a question. Let me ask you sure. a question. Do you have okay. a pick this week? I do have a pick this week. Uh, it's Call of Duty Black Ops from the Mac App Store. Now, this pick comes with a bit of a warning. It doesn't like all of the NVIDIA cards that are in some of the various Macs. Uh, it sort of works with my Mac Pro's NVIDIA card, but I get lots of uh, shader warning issues, but it does come up. Very playable, whole lot of fun. Um, it's forty nine ninety nine, so it isn't cheap. So make sure that your particular Mac is up to snuff if you're interested in buying it. But it is a lot of fun. Excellent, but it is quite expensive. Yeah, yeah, that's not a cheap pick. Cool. Um, now, let me just ask you the next question. Because sure. uh, we don't have a we don't have a people's fit pick unfortunately this week, but uh, I'm sure the lovely listeners will send something in next week. Um, Facebook likes. Yeah, let me look here. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was my head exploding. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 up to its highest level ever. Uh, 135, uh, what, you know what I've got written here up to 135 head explodes. <laughs> wow, boy, that would take a long time and I'm yes, not going to hit this button. 130. We have 135 likes on our Facebook page. Well, I think, I think you should thank do you a, all. You should do four Good. at least. Oh yeah, I can do four. One more. Whoop. Hmm. Yeah. Shotgun so, interrupt so, us. Yeah. So obviously referring back to the feedback from uh, the, that I mentioned uh, earlier in the show. So well done, people. 
you have impressed guy. And he's, but he is a little yes. bit upset that we haven't got any audio feedback this week. But he, no, and thanks. Well, thanks to JT Ray, Nick Cowell, Steve's, yeah, Stavisky, and Scott Neal. And thank you also very much. Um, no Wooties for that, but if you want a Wooty, yes, you know what they can do for a Wooty? Give those Tell, same guy, four guy, people. Yeah. Tell me, what could they do for a Wooty? <laughs> well, if they wanted the world famous for people that listen to this podcast, Wooty, um, <laughs> which is you know, 40,000 or so people, which does not encompass the entire world. But that's okay, too. Uh, if you would like a Woody that I will handcraft and send to you, all you have to do is go to iTunes in whatever country that you live in. Write an iTunes review for the MyMac podcast, and then let me know what your email address is. And I will send you a Woody. That's it. And I can look at every single freaking Apple store all over the world because I have comment cast. It takes me 30 seconds. The Woody, of course, so, takes weeks, weeks of, of, of handcrafting and, and special care. And yeah, I'm, I, so I, 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 you did tell me about that. It, it, I think, I think basically laying down, uh, the paper actually takes a week and a half for it to dry out after you've molded the special paper. And then obviously you have to start, uh, with, uh, calligraphic writing, if that's such a word, onto that. It's, a cl- it's close to a word. Propious. <laughs> Before you send it over the internet. It's just, it that's takes right. forever. That's now, it. of course, you get it as a PDF. Which <laughs> isn't quite, quite, quite as amazing as, as handcrafted. <laughs> but, you've, but you've got at least 60 or 70 in your cupboard, haven't you? You haven't sent out the posts because they cost too much and they're too valuable. Anyway, let, let's move uh, on. I have <laughs> I have them all over my car. I just yeah. paste them right on the front of my car. People now look at me people, funny. If people wanted to tell us that it sent us a review, how would they do that, Guy? Well, they could send me an email to guy at mymac.com or let me know that they've sent me an, an email <laughs> to guy at mymac.com by contacting me at twitter.com forward slash MacParrot. And of course they can get a hold of gas too. How would they do that, Gas? Uh, very easy. All you have to do is send me an email to gaz at mymac.com or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. You can also contact both of us at twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz, G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Zed. You can also contact us. Oh, I noticed noticed that James was doing Zed last week. As soon as he said Zed, I lost it. I just so lost. He said, he pays attention. He pays attention. Go ahead. You you can also contact us at feedback at mymac.com. And there is a phone number which they can dial. Isn't that so, Guy? It is true. It is true. it's, It's kind of a dusty number at this point. But it's area code 703-436-9501. I actually need to go and listen and make sure that it hasn't been hijacked and, you know, welcome to India's computer care center. I don't know. But maybe it doesn't say 
<laughs> the MyMake.com podcast anymore. I don't know. But 703-436-9501. Leave a comment, and I will get it, and we'll put it on the show, and you will be forever famous. <clears throat> yeah. Famous. Oh, famous. <laughs> well, I'd like to... <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. <clears throat> I would like to thank you all so very, very much for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. It is a mystery to both Gaz and myself why you do so, but we, we do appreciate it. Isn't that right, Gaz? It is. Um, could I, can I just say that we are still... I've just noticed, and I don't know why I didn't do this at the start of the show, but I've just noticed that we're at my Mac Podcast 425. Um, from AD 43 to AD 450, uh, we over here were actually still in Roman rule, so it was Roman Britain. So we've still got at least 25 shows to go before we actually get uh, some true English rulers um, in, in Britain. I thought you'd find that interesting. I have no idea what it was you just said. <laughs> but you know what, Gaz? I still think that this is the best show I've ever done. And by God, I'm good enough, smart enough, smart, uh, smart, smart enough, smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. I think the next word in the show notes is end. Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please check out the Stoplight Network for other podcasts like the Tech Fan Podcast, Pocket Size Podcast, Not Another Mac Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the Mac Specialist Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. Some believe normality is a curse. I believe there are things much worse. It may seem to be a blow to a tightly wound ego. Are they normal or quite the reverse?
Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please check out the Stoplight Network for other podcasts like the Tech Fan Podcast, Pocket Size Podcast, Not Another Mac Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the Mac Specialist Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. No guy this week other than the bumpers played earlier. Was that good enough? No? Well, too bad. Get over it. I'm starting to think that just making fun of Donna each week on the Pocket Size Podcast isn't enough airtime for me, so I might start jumping in here too. Oh wait, I said Donnie instead of Scott. Ha 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 ha. I actually did it on purpose just to make Scott mad. I'm a little she-devil I am. Anyway, not that you deserve it, but here's your funny limerick for this week. Ahem. I was not on this week but don't be mad. We heard James instead so be glad. Of course Gaz had his fun, with a fear of ducks on a second run, but not to worry, just hit them with a wood pad.